This is the best of daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information, go to believerstogether.com. We're in the Gospel of John, chapter 20, and we've been taking a pause here uh, to really expand on verses 19 through 22 to really kind of wrap our minds around this idea of the magnitude of the love that was involved in Jesus going to the cross and all that he did in order that we might experience salvation and redemption and restoration with our God. And we seem, with many of us, I think, that we have a constant battle inside of us. I think when it comes to living this Christian life, And this idea of God's love, it makes us take on uh, this constant dichotomy of God's work and my work. In other words, how much that's going on in my life is God's work and how much of this is my work? How much is God's love being poured out on me and how much is my love then in response to him? Now, many of us will say, well, it's all God, 100%. And others will want to emphasize human effort and your works and say, well, you got to really be in the game. But the truth is, it's both of us, gang. I mean, I'm not talking about salvation. I'm not talking about the act of redemption. Nobody helped Jesus onto that cross. He did that 100% on his own. That was Christ. He finished it all on the cross. However, to live the Christian life, to be a Christian, we cannot deny is not without discipline and human effort. Yes, God loves us explicitly, but no one's going to truly be a Christian unless they love Christ back in return. And to reject what I'm saying to you is to emasculate the gospel when it comes to to changing a person. In other words, if the gospel is real, it will so dramatically change an individual that the love that we have, once again, is expressly mandatory on our part. It's it's no longer a choice. It's no longer an option. We talked about that the past few times we've been together on this subject. Our problem is simply that we tend to want to designate lines and levels and standards that say we're successful. But Christ's work is that of a positional standing. Remember he said, it is finished. And our work is rather practical in nature, assuming that you're still breathing. It just means that we have to have an attitude of game on. So let me ask you, is the game on? Because that is what matters, not some level of perfection. I don't have to, you know, reach a 70 percentile in order to be in love. I don't have to have a, a certain amount of money given to the church or a certain amount of service or whatever it means that says I'm love, loving him. It means I am engaged with all that I am. You see, look, our sanctification is a progressive issue. So therefore, there can be no bars and standards and lines and levels. James 4, verses 4 through 5 says, You adulterers and adulteresses, don't you know that friendship with the world is hostility towards God? 
Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who lives in us yearns jealousy? So again, no bars, no no uh, quotas, no amounts. We're talking about engaging 100% into a relationship with a God who loves us 100%. 1 John 2, verses 15 through 17 says, Don't love the world or the things that are of the world. If anyone loves the world, the Father's love isn't in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, it isn't the Father's, but it's of the world. The world is passing away with its lust, but he who does God's will remains forever. Now, perhaps we need to see speaking concerning loving or not loving in degrees then because you see scripture itself disputes the very idea Matthew 6:19 says no one can serve two masters for either will hate the one and love the other or else he will be devoted to one and despise the other you can't serve both god and mammon meaning that god loves us without degrees 100% the question today is do we love him 100% Scripture tells us to take up our cross and follow him. Not take up our cross and be him or even be like him. Listen, listen closely to this. That is not going to happen until you finish this race. 1 John 3, 2 says, We know that when he is revealed, we will be like him, for we will see him just as he is. Christianity, throughout the New Testament is described in terms of a walk or a race. We are often so busy trying to be, you know, you know, holding to some quota that we fail to actually run. We are again called, gang, to pick up our cross and follow him, not pick up our cross and be him, not pick up our cross and meet a quota. Love drives us to follow the one we love. Love causes me to give him everything. Our being is his work. Our being is his work. Giving him everything is ours. So today I'll leave you where we began. Do you really love Jesus? Are you compelled? Does the love of Christ compel you? Where does this love begin? It begins at salvation, gang. The real salvation that comes when we realize we cannot live without him. And if you still think you can, then you're eventually going to try. Hey, Peter, do you love me? Jesus said, feed my sheep. And they have defeated him, Satan, because of the blood of the lamb and because of their testimony, and they were not afraid to die. You see, they defeated Satan. They will defeat Satan because of the blood of the lamb. That's his part. And they defeated Satan because of their testimony. That's ours. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit 
BelieversTogether.com.